0: It's time to get educated about everything Bachelor. It's time for the Bachelor Degree. Here are your hosts, Jill Morgan and Maddie Moore.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bachelor Degree. We are here to set you up for your degree in all things Bachelor Nation. Once again, I'm your host, Jill Morgan, and I am here alongside my co-host, Maddie Moore. (laughs) Hello, everyone. We're back. We're back for another week. (laughs) Yes, week, two, And Alongside me and Maddie to recap episode number two is Zachary Reality. He has over two hundred seven thousand followers on TikTok and is known as like the reality TV guru on TikTok and is the host of the Taste of Reality podcast. So please welcome to the Bachelor degree Zachary Reality.
0: (laughs) Hey. Well, it's actually over two hundred and nine thousand now. Oh my gosh! So, um, okay, thank yeah.
1: you. Nine K, gro- <laughs> growing so quick. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so so
2: exciting. Congrats!
0: Thank you. And you know, whenever there's Bachelor news, I'm always the first one to talk about it, report on it. So I'm so happy to be here and dish on all things Bachelor with you guys.
1: Yes, definitely. So happy to and excited to hear your opinion on
0: everything. <laughs> I won't hold yeah. that
1: good we're just talking to
2: before because i was like you always come up on my feed but i was like let me just scroll and see his like you know most recent um videos and i was like how does he know all this information like i can't wait to talk to him and see like (laughs) like how he gets all this tea so i guess first that you know first thing we want to do is like have you kind of introduce yourself and tell our listeners a little bit about you
0: yeah How I get all of this tea is a combination of being a 10 plus fan of the bachelor's. So I remember everything I've watched every episode. I know as soon as someone gets brought up, I know their backstory already because I'm a truly a hardcore fan, but then I'm also an entertainment journalist in real life. I have a hosting job at shared news. Currently. Um, I do a lot of hosting in entertainment here in LA. I've been in LA for about two years. I moved from New York. So I am able to kind of use some of the same stories I actually report on for work. Um, in the mornings to kind of use that for my TikTok and then I just love reality TV so much and I love talking about it so that's kind of how I started posting on TikTok because I thought it would be a good opportunity for my hosting career and because I'm truly obsessed with reality TV and then it kind of took a life on of its own over time.
1: Yeah that's amazing so did you start watching the show from the very beginning like the first season first episode kind of thing?
0: Well I was probably like four years old when the show first premiered. So definitely not. I started a big Pavelka season. Um, I think that was season 14. And I was about somewhere between 10 and 13 years old. And it's so funny that I I started watching it because I went to a new year's party with like my dad and his friends. And one of the dads, like one of the was raving about the bachelor. Cause you know, it comes on like January 2nd, third or fourth raving about it. And I don't, he was just could not stop talking about it like a straight, like, dad you know like and i was just like okay i guess i'll check it out and then i watched it the next day and i was hooked and i feel like i'm just such a diehard hardcore Mm -hmm. fan and i've been watching for so many years that i can't even believe that it's now my job like i'm now getting paid to watch the actual show so it's truly amazing
2: yeah love that's awesome like what (laughs) a full circle moment to be like you said such a diehard fan and then be able to you know, make a living off of it, which is super exciting. So, um, I guess talk a little bit about TikTok and like where you started in terms of when you got on the app and how maybe it's evolved since then.
0: Well, it's, it's definitely changed a lot since I started doing my tea recaps. Now everyone's doing tea recaps. Mm -hmm. Um, I started, I think I, I saw a few people doing it over a year ago and I was like, I need to be doing, like, it, it clicked in my head very quickly when I got on the app that this is exactly what I needed to be doing. So I made one video and it was people I met from The Bachelor and my experience is meeting them. And because I've met like so many of them, it was like Tyler Cameron, Colton and Cassie, Caitlin Bristow. So I made a video out of the blue and I didn't check my phone for a couple hours. And then it was blowing up. It had over 400,000 views within a few hours. And I was like, duh why haven't you done this sooner because it took me a couple months because I was trying to dance on the app because that's what I thought everyone you were supposed to do so I'm like and I'm the worst dancer ever (laughs) so after that clicked in my head I was like okay Zach like let's do this full-time let's go hardcore then I just started posting every reality show because I also love every reality show I'm huge on Bravo Survivor Kardashians and it really consistently got bigger over time. It was never like one day I went from 3000 to 50,000. It was like every single day, every single week I was seeing consistent, slow growth. Mm -hmm. And now I'm, I just hit 200 K as you mentioned, um, about a week or two ago. And now I just feel like so official and like so (laughs) surreal. Like I got the bachelorette PR box. So I'm just like, I'm truly on like cloud nine.
1: That's amazing. Oh oh my gosh. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So freaking cool. So You sort of touched on it, you know, that you're, like, a diehard fan, you know the ins and outs of everybody, but we sort of want to ask you, is there anywhere specifically that you get, like, background information or, like,
0: spoilers well, I'm not a spoiler account. I don't do spoilers. Um, I get sent spoilers because they're in my comment section and in my DMs. So I definitely, <laughs> it's hard to avoid them. I am actually not spoiled for this season. I know two of the guys who is going to be in the top four. I don't, I'm not going to say it, but um, I don't do spoilers. I don't follow reality Steve. But um, I have people DMing me every single day now, like different stories. Or if they see any, like Clarendale, like they'll see Clarendale and, and then they'll DM me, like, "This is what happened." So now people are giving me tea, but I really truly know all the tea because, like I said, I'm a journalist and a hardcore fan. So mm-hmm. for me, it's really just like, "What's?" I hear the headline, I'm like, "Boom, let's go right to the yeah. TikTok."
1: <laughs> I feel yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. This is Super sort of like cool. a separate question, but I know you said you are just like love reality TV and I'm a big, we're both big reality TV sure. people as well. So if you could be on any reality show, which one would you pick?
0: Well, you know, growing up it was always Survivor cause that was my first love. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm trying to think what's more realistic and I actually am applying and I have applied to a few shows. So okay. you never really know what will happen. Um, so I'm not gonna say one show because I'm hoping that works out but I will say that I applied for Big Brother and I guess I did not get on because they announced that it's coming back. I think I would have heard by now because I know it's starting in like two weeks, but <laughs> um, I wanted to get on Big Brother. I, I'm not like the biggest Big Brother fan, but I just thought it would make most sense for me to go on a show like that because I wouldn't last a day on Survivor. I'd be cold oh, and hungry. Same. And um, I can't go on The Bachelor until they learn how to be more diverse in sexual orientation. So I would love to go on any reality show that was presented to me but there's a couple I have my eye on that I I can't really say because I don't want to jinx it all
1: right we'll be
2: on the lookout again (laughs) I have actually a quick follow-up question to um something you said earlier so you said you've met like so many bachelor people is there like one person that you've met in the franchise that was your favorite person that you met
0: Yeah, and I actually did a whole breakdown on my YouTube channel of everyone I met from The Bachelor. It's about like a 30-minute long video of like every reality star I met. Go
2: check it out, everyone.
0: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it's truly, there's so much tea. Everyone has actually been so nice, but my favorite person I met, I mean, I want to say Tyler Cameron just because he's so hot. And I actually (laughs) met him like two days in a row. It's truly like an iconic story. But, um, meeting Ari and Lauren, I met them in Barcelona, Spain when I was studying abroad about three years ago, right after their season, um, was probably the most iconic story of like all of my meetups and they were so nice and so real. And I remember I was not a fan of them because of what happened with Mm -hmm. Becca and everything, but after meeting them and now I'm in love with their YouTube channel and their family, I'm like, they were truly my favorite people that I can think of that I met because they were so real so sweet just such kind funny people they have a similar sense of humor to me just like the sarcasm Mm -hmm. and they're probably my favorite people I've met from the show
1: oh my gosh well that's Uh, good to hear because kind of similar to you I wasn't like the biggest fans just because of everything that's happened and now I love them and like you know, Lauren just gave birth to her babies yesterday. So congrats to her. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really happy for the both of them because they were
0: definitely meant to be for sure. Yeah. We need the names though. We have not That's found out enough. the names. I'm on the edge with my seat. Um, they're not going to mm-hmm. announce the names, I believe, until their daughter's out of like the NICU. Yeah. So it might take yeah. a few more days.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I saw that. I literally woke up this morning and was like, I need to go check the account to see if they drop the names because I just want to know so bad. Cause like, I feel like their daughter's name, Alessi is so different that I'm like, I, I feel like it's going to be something that like no one would expect, but it's going to be really cute. So well, and
0: they're twins. So twins always have really fun names. I'm, I'm checking every hour. So I'm with you.
1: (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll check while we're recording at the moment. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. And I I
2: also think they'll definitely wait until the the little girl is out of the NICU and and probably do
1: like a YouTube video or something. But
2: anyway, enough of them. Um Jill, should we hop into the recap?
1: Yeah. I I'm ready. I'm okay. ready. All right. Okay. So Go ahead. What were your initial thoughts on the episode, on her men, on Katie as a Bachelorette? Kind of just give us your Spitfire thoughts. We want to (laughs) know.
0: I loved episode two. I really think the storylines moved along very quickly. Like we already have the front runners. We already have the villains. We already have the drama. There's like real genuine connections that I see on the show between her and Andrew, between Katie and Greg. Um, even Katie and Mike, the Virgin, he had a connection with Katie. And then we have the crazy villains with Carl and then the drama. So it's like everything that we want out of the bachelor, we're already getting an episode two, which is good because the season just started.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Go ahead, Maddie. <laughs> no, I was just going to say like one of my notes
2: that like, I take notes as I'm watching it. And, um, I just was like, wow, we're doing like a deep dive in right off the bat. Like we are going headfirst into this season and like, no one's holding back. And I feel like Katie is really like, I am here to find a husband. Let's do this thing where I think in the past, we've seen the first couple episodes be a little bit slower and, you know, people are just starting to crack open a bit. But like you said, Zach, I mean, we're getting everything that we want right right away um so this episode i felt like was pretty jam packed with like some really good highs and some lower
1: lows <laughs> Yeah. And you can also tell that she's not bullshitting the process. Like it kind of reminded me of Rachel Lindsay when she like kicked DeMar out and she was like, if you're not here for me, get the fuck out of here. Yes. Was like, oh my God. That was amazing. That's
0: one of my favorite scenes when they like kicked them out. But do you remember Emily Maynard's um, season? Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when she kicked out Kaylin and she was like, get the F out. <laughs> That was like the OG. So I think we're going to get more Katie meltdowns, but last night was just like, or Monday night was just the first meltdown, but we're going to have a few more. So I love when the lead has a meltdown. It's, it's usually so funny.
1: Oh, it's great. Yeah. And it's only episode two. So th- I mean, I feel like from the super tease that we saw, she's going to have a lot more tears. And so same with yeah, the guys. I feel
2: a like lot have a lot of
1: crying in this season for sure.
0: Well, that one scene where she's like, book my flight home. I when I don't know when that is. It's probably towards the end of the season, but I'm really anticipating that. And I'm really anticipating Blake coming because that is going to cause a lot of chaos. Yeah.
1: Oh, a hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah,
2: definitely. So in terms of obviously like we, we kick it off with the first group date, were you surprised at all by what they did in like the topic of the first group date, Zach?
0: No, because that's what they do. They find something that each bachelorette has. They lean into it. We've been, if you've been watching the promos, there's been promos for weeks and we break it down at my hosting job. So I'm like, really like these promos are just like, they're really trying to push this sex positive bachelorette. So I'm not surprised at all. We also see this stuff every single season. They have a lot of the same group dates. They just kind of mix it up a little bit, kind of like with the wrestling date. They do that a lot too. So I wasn't surprised, but this group date was so, it's funny to watch. I'm glad that I know everyone's sex positions now, like TMI, Mm -hmm. but like also like I needed that tea.
1: Oh, for sure. It was so funny to see the guys kind of like cringe when they were being tested on like different, like like health questions about sex and whatnot and I'm like of course they put Mike on this date like the virgin of the season like of course they put him on like the sex positive date like you know that's just what the producers are here to do it's like oh they see virgin you're going on this date like sorry
0: 100% I don't (laughs) even feel bad for Mike though I know a lot of people online did I don't feel bad for him he told everyone when he was the virgin he didn't have to
2: yeah Mm mm-hmm And uh, so at first when he was on it, like, I was like, okay, you need to pull yourself together. Like, this is not the end of the world that you're a virgin. Stop crying at like the drop of a dime. Cause all of his like ITMs, he was literally like welling up. I'm like, sir, that you're going to be okay. But I will give him that the way he executed it was a lot better than I was expecting. I
1: thought he did a really good job.
0: Yeah. Yeah, He deserved the trophy.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh hundred percent. Besides Mike, who do you think had the best performance? I guess I would call it a performance.
0: <laughs> I really liked um, Trey with the puppets. I thought that was a beautiful demonstration. I also think Courtney, I did not think I was going to like him at first because his he's Courtney with a Q and I like had immediate like problems with that. But I actually think he has mm-hmm. a really funny like rapport and he's really confident. So I like his confidence. I, I want to see more of Courtney with a Q. And I love Connor the cat so his song was to die for he put it on his TikTok and like Instagram so everyone go check that out he's so funny and I'm mad that he took out the cat took off the cat costume though I wish he was wearing that all season
1: oh my god imagine if he did I would die I think Katie would as well
0: (laughs) she would love it yeah yeah
2: oh she she didn't really like it but I also loved how, I, I can't remember, I think it was probably in the cocktail party afterward, how he like addressed that the kiss was a bit aggressive with the cat costume and was like, let's redo it because it was. And I think a lot of people commented on that was like, whoa, he like really went in for it. So I thought his performance definitely was, was really cute and, and like also showed his personality a lot with the music.
0: Yeah, I loved the first kiss though because she turned into a cat. Like she had the nose and the ears. It reminded me of a scene from Shrek with Shrek and Fiona when she turned into an ogre. So I was living for the first cat kiss. I want to see more cat kisses. I wonder if they'll show up to paradise with a cat costume.
1: Oh my God. That would be too funny. I actually like didn't mind the kiss either. I feel like the second one was honestly just as like intense and, like kind of sloppy. Like I really didn't think he like redeemed himself. I just think that's the way he like goes in for kisses and, and and it's like very genuine because he's like this quirky math teacher. So I don't find it like overly aggressive. Like I think it's very sincere and sweet. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we have to talk about
2: Carl's performance at the group date. <laughs>
0: what were your yeah. thoughts? I can't with Carl. Like he's so obnoxious, you know, I didn't listen to Nick Vial's whole podcast, but I saw a couple of clips where Heather McDonald was kind of breaking down behind the scenes. And she was saying that Carl was actually really like difficult on the group date because he, you know, just had like, he wouldn't take any advice from Heather who is like a legit stand-up comedian, but Carl is like a motivational speaker. So I guess he knows what he's doing. I just think he is really here to put on this show and make a name for himself. Um, somebody pointed out to me the other day that he already had like a huge following before the show started because he's like a motivational speaker so I I think that if anyone's not there for the right reasons it's got to be Carl Mm
1: -hmm. yeah he's definitely definitely just like projecting his own insecurities onto the men and if anything he's an unmotivational speaker and not very motivational at least For me um and also in the beginning of the episode he was like referring to the show as like the Hunger Games and like saying that it was a game and I know some of the other guys mentioned that so he's just showing his true colors right away and I can't get behind it like I I think he's absolutely absurd and annoying and I can't deal with him anymore yeah
0: and if it's the Hunger Games then he's I think it's Caleb from District One the villain yeah (laughs) is that the guy's name
1: i don't remember
0: (laughs) i love yeah
2: yeah the hunger games is great but 100 like i just thought okay i expected wayne more from his performance because he hyped himself up so much and i'm like if you're a motivational speaker you should be like very comfortable on stage and he was all over the place like he was not making any sense he was throwing whiteboards all over the bed like i was like i don't know what you're doing but this is shit And yeah, I just, he obviously gets progressively worse throughout the episode. Um, Yeah. Not a fan of him, but Thomas, I, I'm, I can't decide how I feel about Thomas.
0: I don't like Thomas at all. No. Like a lot of people are comparing him to Josh Murray. (gasps) Yes. They look alike. They're both obnoxious, but Thomas got the group date rose. So he must be doing something right.
1: No. Yeah. yeah, Crazy because she's really into him. And I was like, oh, that kind of came out of nowhere. Like she was really feeling the kiss. You could see her (laughs) like under her dress for a second. I was like, wow. Like she really, really likes him. Now that you mentioned Josh Murray, they do remind me of each other, kind of like sleazy a little bit. And I don't know why, but like, I get, and they kind of look alike too. So yeah, no. (laughs) There's, like, a part of me that really wants to like Thomas.
2: Like, I feel like there's something in him that could be good. But I think – I don't know. I think he might not be there for the right reasons. And he seems cocky. Like, I just – I get that, like, arrogance air
0: from him. Well, if you and did you see the promo for next week?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: It's going down. Like, he's getting called out. I don't think he's going to last long. Once you bring up that conversation, you're, you were – wanting to be the bachelor or you've had that conversation, especially this early mm-hmm. on, like it's not even hometowns. Like you're not even in the, you're not even going to be considered Thomas. So um, right. yeah, him. I can't with him. He might go home next week.
2: I hope so. I honestly hope because I just think, yeah, if that's the truth, then he needs to get out. But he obviously did get the group date rose. And then were we all at all surprised that Greg gets the one-on-one?
0: Yes, Yeah. was. Because he got the first impression rose. And usually when you get the first impression rose, it means you're good for a couple of weeks. So sometimes the lead won't give you a date until week two or three. So right, I was yeah. surprised.
1: Yeah, I was very surprised as well. I don't, I don't know who would have, I don't know. Maybe like Michael A should have gotten the one-on-one, but he was the only one that was left behind. <laughs> He's
0: the Only one. There wasn't like two or three guys. It was just him.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Why was, did they yeah, do
0: they do that?
2: I don't know because then she had that like special little thing for him
0: in the Mm -hmm. cocktail
2: party and all he kept doing was like kissing her hand and her cheek and like was it can i kiss you and i was like i'm feeling very like uncomfortable in this situation
0: (laughs) she likes him and i know he's gonna get the one-on-one next week so i think they're gonna be i think he might go pretty far i don't think he's gonna win but um he could make it to the top six
1: Yes, he's yeah, he's definitely an awkward little, little man, but <laughs> <an awkward> little <laughs>
2: doing, man. like I can't figure him out, but doing something, she is doing something in him, yeah. but let's talk about Greg. So how did you think the one-on-one went?
0: I think it went amazing. I think they have so much in common and they clearly have a connection. And I really appreciated that Greg let her have her moment during the day where she broke down about her dad. And he didn't even mention that his dad passed away until nighttime. So, and then she let him have his moment. So they both really honored each other and supported each other. And that's something that they can really bond on. I think the loss of a parent is something that's truly, really traumatizing when it happens very young. So Mm -hmm. I feel like they are really connected. They also have a lot in common. The whole date was right up their alley with fishing and outdoor activities. Definitely not a date that I would thrive in, but for them, I just felt like they had a great time.
1: Yeah, definitely. One thing I will mention, about that when Katie brought up her dad, um, he seemed kind of off. And I was like, this is kind of awkward. Like he's not really comforting her. And I don't know, didn't even say, you know, like, I'm sorry for your loss or whatever. He just seemed really off when she was mentioning it. And then obviously when he brought up his own dad, I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense as to why he was sort of acting the way he was around her. But at first I was like, Oh, I'm getting kind of really strange vibes that he's like, kind of, I don't know, either like turned not turned off by it, but just like not comforting it- her as I thought maybe he would have been. So
2: yeah, I totally agree. I thought at first I was like very taken aback. I was like, wow, I thought he would say more or maybe at least put his arm around her. But she kind of just like got up and then they went, she's like, let's go fishing. And I was like, oh, that was like a weird side stuff. But I do think it was probably because he was thinking about his own dad and, like, not really sure how Mm -hmm. to bring it up and when to bring it up. So I I am really glad that he was able to talk about it at the, you know, dinner time.
0: Exactly. Because it might have been a little awkward, but I think that could have played into editing. But the connection and the moment they had at night, like, surpasses whatever happened during the day. Like, it really proves that they are so bonded And, like, I don't want – I don't know who's going to win, but it's just, like, it feels that Greg is going to win. So, obvious. Are they going to throw us for a curveball later on? Or are we just, like, geniuses at the show because it's been on for so long?
1: (laughs) No, they just have, like, such an initial strong connection. Like, I feel like – I don't know. Other than them, like, I guess it was would be Dale and Claire. Like, I can't (laughs) – I can't think of any, like, other – contestants that had like such an JoJo and Jordan. Yeah okay. Oh yeah Yeah. they did. JoJo and Jordan had a great
2: connection. Well I mean clear I guess. I want to see obviously like I'm going to be really interested to see how he does because once you get that first one-on-one like you kind of get pushed to the side a bit and she focuses on some other relationships and so that could bring out a lot of insecurity in him or it could bring out I don't know you know I feel like that happens. So, it, that
0: happened with Blake. He got one of the first one-on-ones on Becca's season and then he got pushed back to the side and remember what Becca said at the end she was like for the longest time I thought it was you and yeah. then things mm-hmm. changed so that could happen and maybe it's not that because it's just too obvious that Greg is going to win so part of me thinks he's not going to win because it's too obvious too quick.
1: Right also um, we kind of touched on this last episode but apparently there's been speculation going around that Greg is on there because he wants to start an acting career or he did acting prior or whatever. Have you heard about that? And if you have, what are your thoughts on
0: that? I've heard about it. I've addressed it on my personal TikTok. Um, this is a Greg Stan account, even though I'm not on my account right now. It's, I'm on a podcast, but this is a Greg Stan account. God forbid he went to acting school when he was a kid. God forbid he is an actor like someone has to be an actor there has to be actors in the world like can we all stop jumping to conclusions like i think people are just mad that he's like he's so likable like no one in society today or on the internet lets anyone have anything anymore like Mm -hmm. why can't he be likable and why can't we just like like him like is he too likable we have to just find something wrong with him and blow it up so Mm -hmm. team greg i'm also an actor like it's not that serious
1: yeah i i think that's a good point to bring up and I was kind of mentioning, you know, he grew up in New Jersey, like really close to the city. I'm thinking, Oh, you know, maybe he took acting classes as a kid or whatever. Like I grew up doing musical theater and I live 20 minutes from the city. And that was something I was really passionate about. So that's a good point that you mentioned there. <laughs> I Thank stand you. Greg as well.
0: <laughs> he okay, We yeah. have to stick together because we cannot let the Greg haters take over.
2: <laughs> and now I'm like, why as I'm watching I'm feeling like skeptical about him because there is all of this buzz and I'm like I really like him and if I didn't have this like you know ringing in the back of my head of like oh he might not be there I'd be all in I'd be like oh my god 100% into Greg but there's something now in the back of my mind that I'm like oh I feel like I need to be cautious about him so I'm hoping he proves me wrong
1: um because I do really like him yeah he's just very likable yeah oh, Thank he's, cute. You. he's cute yeah he's bad as well I mean some of his later or like past Instagram posts I did go back and stalk him I was like oh I like the short hair <laughs> yes yeah,
2: I think he can like do with a little like swoopiness and just do shorter but whatever
0: no so I like the um, swoop but it's a good sign that he does not know how to post on Instagram yet but he will once he gets famous
2: <laughs> right <laughs> exactly
0: definitely <laughs>
2: And then, of course, like you said, Zach, they always repurpose these dates and we always have a fighting date, sometimes twice a season. It just depends. And I'm like, of course, we're kicking it right off with one in the mud. Um, So what did you think about that group date?
0: I love a fighting date but I would have rather had them be on like a stand and use those bean bags and start push each other mm-hmm. off like like the fact that, yeah like yeah. the fact that they're just wrestling it's just stupid like it doesn't show mm-hmm. anything it doesn't show any like it just shows who's the biggest guy like it wasn't even a fair competition and it's not fun to watch like I want those mm-hmm. bean bags they can push each other that would have been more interesting but I was excited about it because we got to see them with their shirts off so I was counting abs. Mm-hmm. I was like who has the best body.
2: <laughs> Definitely. The, when they came walking out in their freaking cowboy outfits, I was like, um, pause, replay, like that was hot.
0: <laughs> it is lucky.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a good little moment, and it's so like, it's like a very like country western vibe there because they're they're in New Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. you can totally get
1: that, like in, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, literally, literally, where are they? middle of nowhere.
0: Literally, where are they? Wait, side note: I'm going to Palm Springs this weekend, and I think that we're gonna stop at La Quinta, like on the way or something, just to like take pictures.
1: Oh my <laughs> god, that's amazing! That'll be Hi. fun. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds so fun. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I really wish they had bean bags. Now that you mention it, because when They were just like wrestling around in the mud. The sounds that were coming just from them touching one another made me so uncomfortable. I was like, I don't, I don't like this at all.
0: (laughs) I usually, and and I usually like watching men touch each other, but this was just so uncomfortable.
1: And
2: the fact that they had to be on their knees, like I was like, why are we wrestling on our knees? Like,
0: like what is going
1: on? this isn't actual wrestling like they're not you know getting points or whatever
2: (laughs) it was definitely so weird and then of course they put Aaron and Cody together like obviously producers know that they know each other and it was just so weird to watch because they didn't even like look at each other or say anything
0: yeah they have beef back from San Diego which is so vague and curious what happened in san diego (laughs) (laughs) it was
1: the most vague thing i've ever heard neither of them were giving specifics i'm like okay aaron like you say that cody seems like he wants to get fame because of certain posts i'm like give the specifics what posts what were his captions like why do you think that i just think he He was yeah exactly we need receipts because otherwise you're just being petty and like I, I there's have a theory. no okay this I, isn't I... my
0: theory this okay. is what I've heard from other people who told me this theory they think that he might have posted something political on his Instagram like maybe he was supportive of Trump maybe he doesn't support BLM or LGBTQ something like that and then um they couldn't mention it on the show because they didn't want it to be the show to turn into that conversation so that's why it was so edited out. But that's just like a theory. We don't know what's true. And obviously, Cody would clear his Instagram before he went on TV to make sure there was nothing controversial.
1: Right. Yeah, it's, Interesting. it's that could be it. that could be it. I know. I really want to know what the details are. And I've mentioned this before, but Cody used to live in my hometown and I texted um one of my friends and I guess like her brother was at school at, at the same time as him and like didn't really know him but knew of him so well, maybe
0: you guys can get him on your podcast and get the tea I um, know
1: right? I'm trying to I'm trying to reach out to him and like use my connection so
0: let us know unless he goes to paradise mm-hmm.
2: that's true he could the other thing that I was thinking of Last episode, the first episode, is it, was it Aaron and Cody that we saw having that like really weird tiff that they didn't show much of? Was that Aaron and Cody? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember. That makes sense that it was Aaron and Cody though, because now we're like, because I remember us commenting last episode, like what the hell was that Aaron and Cody sort of weird argument that like they didn't go into and maybe they didn't go into it because we were going to see it all kind of unfold this episode. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah I just wish that Aaron was more direct in telling us what the heck is going on. And Cody literally had nothing to say for himself. Like it was it was yeah. laughable at how terrible it the the whole exchange
0: that's was that's why like, something was edited out. There's no way he can just say that and have no context. You can't just not like someone without giving a reason why you don't like them. Or if you do have a reason, you need to just say, like,
2: say, the the,
0: say that they're whatever. But he literally said something he posted. What did he post? That is the thing that we didn't get. And Cody maybe is ashamed of his behavior. And that's maybe possibly why he couldn't defend himself because he knows he was wrong.
1: Right. Yeah, because even after the show, I went back onto his Instagram and I was trying to like scroll through and see maybe, you know, it's still there or whatever. But like you said, he probably, you know, cleared everything before he went on to the show. So hopefully Mm -hmm. we can get him on here and hear his side of the story because I really am curious about the details and what posts Aaron were talking about because the whole thing was just so vague and I was getting really frustrated not knowing the information about it um but yeah do you think it was the right decision for Katie to send Cody home or did he think she was gonna send both of them home
0: I think it was the right decision to send Cody home because he didn't react he didn't fight for her he didn't say anything that led her to believe that he actually cares and wants to be there so I think that was his problem and that's why he got sent home and I don't think it had anything to do with what Aaron, about him
2: yeah mm -hmm, definitely and i think i mean the fact that when he did pull aaron um to talk to him he literally was like dude now my chances of getting a rose are so low i'm like that's what you're concerned about right now like not the fact that katie just called you out and you had literally nothing to say for yourself like i was so happy that she addressed it immediately and sent his ass home because we don't have room for those types of people in her season, I just think that when she sees something that she doesn't like, she's going to act on it and not just keep them around because it makes good TV. Right.
0: a 100%, because we know she ended her season a week early. So obviously, mm-hmm. and she's already making decisions like she's quick, she's smart, she knows what she's doing. And she has Caitlin and Tasha by her side who were previous bachelorettes who were gonna give her great advice because they were the only people that would know what to give the advice to give her. They were in the position. So Katie's no nonsense.
1: Yeah love Mm -hmm. that in a bachelorette like my favorite thing I just feel like bachelorettes over bachelors have such like instinct like instinctual intuition like they know what they want to do they know they want to get engaged they're not here to bullshit around or like you said keep people on for no reason so I love that in a bachelorette and I'm happy she's doing it on episode two (laughs)
0: woman woman's intuition is real I mean you can look at the the previous uh, bachelorettes so of the show, whoever they give their first impression rose to usually ends up winning. And, you know, the guys think that they're dicks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which exactly. I totally get. Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
2: Exactly. So obviously cocktail party, um, we kind of talked about her, like taking Michael away and that sort of interesting um, exchange. But like, I guess we just need to address this whole Carl situation. Like what... What did you think? Because it was just so manipulative, in my opinion.
0: I don't know why he wanted to. It's like either say what the thing is or don't say anything at all. Like, what was the point? Especially after everything just happened with Aaron and Cody. Like, Katie was already pissed off about that. So now she needs this. And you're you're so vague. That's like the worst thing ever. When someone tells you, it's like, I heard that Maddie said something about you. But I'm not going to tell you what she said. Like then, don't. Why did you bring it up? That makes it worse. So Katie's probably freaking out because the producers are not going to tell her anything. She doesn't know what's going on in the house. So that just makes Carl like the worst type of person.
1: Oh, the absolute worst. Like, it's not even like he's being villainous. It's like I, I don't. I don't know. It's just like a You're whole trying other to jerk
2: off.
1: right. Like, that's I think that's his
2: Like. He likes to throw the pot. He likes to be the center of attention. And he Mm -hmm. likes to try and put a target on other people's back because he feels insecure about himself. So it's like, okay, let's make other people look bad. And so it's like a 100% like such a tactic that he's using in this game that he thinks he's in. Cause like that's what he keeps saying, oh, I'm going to try to eliminate as many people as possible. So let's now basically spread this rumor that I don't think is true. I 100% think. It's more him that's not there for the right reasons than anyone else. So he's just trying to do it. And it sucks because like Katie's getting, you know, stuck in the crossfire of it and being really affected by it.
1: Yeah, definitely. What did you think of when, like, after she sort of addressed the men that someone came to her, obviously being Carl and she pulled Aaron right away. I was like, Oh, what it like, what is this about? I was like, kind of surprised that she pulled Aaron and was like, you know, I trust your opinion like do you know anything in the house? Like I was kind of surprised it was him over like Greg or Connor or you know, someone who I thought was more at the top for her.
0: You know, I think because Aaron was the one that called out Cody and that ended up being a good call because Cody clearly wasn't there for the right reasons because he didn't fight for Katie. So I think that is why. Also, you need to remember that Katie was the girl that went to Matt James last season to say mm-hmm. that there was toxic people in the house and that it had to be addressed and katie when she did that her intentions were pure she wasn't trying to throw anyone under the bus she was just trying to let matt know what was going on so i think that katie can relate to aaron because he did that with cody so maybe that's why she wanted to ask him and um at least carl owned up to it and like was like yeah that's me i'm the culprit it was so funny when aaron came back and was like, we have a culprit. And Carl's like, you found it right here. <laughs> it
2: was so funny. Carl's he was like, I'm like, here. Hard. Hard. Like, he, he
0: I'm the one that started <laughs> drama. Me. Like, Carl almost was a mood. Carl's a whole mood, actually, if you look at it like that.
1: Yeah. No, he honestly, <laughs> it's honestly so bad and manipulative that it's like funny almost now that we're like talking about it. It's just humorous, like what he's trying to do because. We, we know both sides of it because we get access to all the different views and obviously the guys don't know, Katie doesn't know but it's just a ridiculous and absurd situation and I loved that when like all of the men were coming at him at once and were being like, just say who it is. Like, we don't care. Like, you know, you were the one that brought it up so just say who it is and obviously he couldn't say much because he doesn't have any credible sources and doesn't know who it is himself.
0: But- uh- I think that he might be talking about Thomas because in the preview for next week, there was that conversation that Thomas wanted to be the bachelor. So it's possible that Carl actually did hear something in the house, but he just wasn't ready to tell Katie specifically what it was.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't wait to see that kind of all unfold. And and to be honest, next week looks even just like more emotional than this week and even more drama than this week.
0: Next week's gonna get crazy. And like it's only gonna get crazier I think the season always gets better throughout time so I'm I'm so excited I've never been so invested in a season so quickly
1: yeah actually same like I can't remember the last time I got that invested because I usually don't get into the show until like episode five because I don't really care about the petty drama I just love like the romance part but this drama coming at us right now is Really insane! Like I'm actually into it for once.
0: I love the drama. I, like I watch for the drama. drama.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, honestly, I live for the drama too. But this is like good drama, not like freaking Victoria Queen Victoria drama from last season. Like, I that love so Queen
0: cool. Vic. <laughs> I stand Queen Vic. I I, I'm, I know I'm in the minority because I always put up the polls. I know yeah. I'm in the minority, but I love Queen Vic. She's going to paradise. I've heard, and yeah. I heard that, and I saw that she's already back from paradise. So I don't think she lasts long.
1: Um, yeah, I- that doesn't really surprise me, though.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I was shipping her with a couple people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you have to find the right person for her. I think to like get on with her. It has to Joseph. be Joseph. yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> that would oh be so funny. That would be
2: what, um, who would you say if you had to pick a top four right now, who would your top four be for Katie's season?
0: Yeah. So I did, um, another YouTube shout out. I did a YouTube video predicting my top four. So I'm just going to say who it is. I put Justin in it. I put (laughs) Greg, Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: put, um, John and Blake. Okay. Those are my top four predictions and yes. I'm gonna, it'll probably change, but those are like my original top four after only watching night one. Okay.
2: okay, That's I a like good like four. Yeah. Justin's in my top four, and I think Greg's in,
1: Greg's in my top four. But... but
0: now like Andrew is like kind of up there too, so we'll see.
1: Ah, Aaron had such a sweet moment with her when he brought her the champagne and was like trying, and they were, I don't know, they were just really cute together, but I can't like get over how much Andrew looks like Jerry from Cheer. Like, it's just uncanny how much they look alike. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Have you not watched Cheer? No. Have
0: Wait. you not watched oh! Cheer?
2: Oh well, my <laughs> god, I <laughs> thought you meant Cheers. I thought you meant Cheers, like the uh, sitcom. No, like... Oh. oh yes, Jerry, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, oh, I was like, away. Cheers? Well, cheers is like an old show. I'm like, you watch <laughs> that? Yes, I'm no, sure. Cheer,
1: 100%. I can see him, yeah. He's also Clay's
0: cousin, which is a red (laughs) flag. Mm, That
1: could be a red flag because Clay was
0: like the worst in VIP and genetics. Mm -hmm. You know, people (laughs) things run in the family, you know, like, I don't know.
1: You never know. I mean, he might be a sweetheart now because Clay was like written as like the teddy bear of the season. So
0: until he went to VIP. Right. Mm
1: -hmm. That's when the closet. That's
0: when we really find out who you are.
1: It's, exactly. it's very true. Your true colors once, come out in VIP. <laughs> once they get on the beach, the
2: true colors come out. Once there's like way more people to choose from and drinks are flowing, crazy comes and out. And people
0: have more control in Bachelor in Paradise. There's more options and then you automatically get a rose. Like I just feel like when you're on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, it's so competitive and all you really care about is lasting a few weeks so you can at least get something out of it after. So I think yeah. on Paradise, it's a much more of an even playing field and that's when people really show who they actually are because they don't have anything. They don't have as much to lose because they already made it to the beach. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Very, very true. I'm so excited for paradise. Like, Me
0: too. Like, can we just go right now? Like I'm living, <laughs> there's so many updates going on right now on like social media and stuff. I'm updating everyone making videos like every week about it. So I'm so invested in paradise. I just like, I need it now. Yes.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I love paradise way too much. <laughs>
2: yeah paradise is a good time but all right i think that is our recap for this episode obviously like we did not get a rose ceremony y'all so that was definitely a little upsetting but i'm sure we'll see it next week um and there's lots of tears to come lots more drama to come so we'll have it all here um zach tell everyone where they can find you and follow you for all of your bachelor updates
0: Yeah, you guys can follow me at Zachary Reality on literally everything. I'm on TikTok. I'm on YouTube. My podcast is Zachary Reality with the Taste of Reality Network. Instagram, Zachary Reality, Reality ZacharyReality.com. Zachary Reality on Clubhouse, Zachary Reality on Twitter. I do all of the things. And I also do entertainment hosting at Shared News. And we do like full breakdowns of like The Bachelor as well as like all celebrity pop culture Um, We do that every single day. So you could always head over to their YouTube channel and check me out if you want the more (laughs) newscasting. Zach, I feel like my other platforms, I'm more like loose.
1: Yes. Amazing. You know where to find him, Zachary Reality on everything y'all thank you so much for coming on and recapping the second episode with us we had a blast talking with you
0: (laughs) thank you for having me i had fun on our live a couple months ago i got a little drunk so you you had to meet the sober zach i'm I'm drinking coffee now
1: amazing (laughs) i got to see both sides i love it (laughs) i love it i love it all right guys we hope you enjoyed that recap with zachary reality as he mentioned before you can find him everywhere at Zachary Reality. Um, But now we have like a little bit of Bachelor news and a lot of good news, I would say, for the most part. The first news that we have for you is baby news with actually two different Laurens from Bachelor Nation the first one being that Lauren Lane gave birth to her baby boy Dutton Walker Lane and she's obviously married to the country singer Chris Lane and I'm pretty sure they wrote like a song before she gave birth and it's just like Aww. they're the sweetest couple and I'm so happy for them and it's such a cute name and just a yeah. lot of all the things yeah I, I loved like watching her pregnancy
2: journey on her Instagram all the time and I feel like they are so meant to be and it's bizarre to think that she was at one point engaged to Ben Higgins and like seeing Ben now with his fiance and just like I couldn't imagine them still being together it just feels like Chris is such the perfect person for her and I'm super excited I was like very surprised by the name I've never heard
1: Dutton is that how you say it yeah like Dutton I've never heard it as well I think they said that there's like a meaning behind it or whatever there usually is with a baby's name but yeah I've heard like Sutton obviously but Mm -hmm. I've never heard Dutton before I don't don't know yeah so (laughs)
2: Super cute and congrats to them. And then obviously our other Lauren, um, Lauren and Ari, uh, she just gave birth to her twins. So they had a boy and a girl and um, they are so freaking precious and so cute. Um, looks like she had to have a C-section, which is pretty normal for having twins. Um, and it also, they haven't revealed the names yet. Um, and in it's, they said they were leaving the hospital, but the little girl had to stay back in the NICU um, for a couple of days. There must've been like some sort of complication or something that they needed to monitor them.
1: Yeah. I watched, I watched the YouTube video that they made of like her giving birth or whatever. And the boy was a little bit over six pounds and the girl was a little bit above five pounds. So she was actually a little bit smaller than um, their baby boy. So I think that's why they just wanted to monitor her. And they said that like her heart rate kept dropping a little bit, which I think is pretty normal in preemies. So, yeah that's probably why the girl had to stay behind a little bit but they're so adorable like so cute really the picture they posted and they were
2: like holding hands the little babies I was like oh my god that's adorable
1: I know Um, and they were already showing videos of like Alessi like taking care of the little boy and it's just it's so precious like she's such a cute little girl too so I'm really happy for them yeah, definitely. Super excited for
2: them, and excited to hear the names. Um, on to more exciting news. Um, just a fun little tidbit. Nick Vi is. I always feel like I never say his last name right. Viel, right? Oh yeah. Vial. Yeah. Okay. vi um, Yeah. He got a puppy with his girlfriend,
1: and they named him Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> like, is he okay? You know what? Okay, it might sound really weird, but I love when people name their dogs after like human names. Like, oh, I hate (laughs) that. Have you seen the proposal? Yes. When the dog's name is Kevin? Yeah, like, what the hell? (laughs) No, like, I'm actually obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Jill's gonna have like a dog and it's gonna be like. No, I'm going to name my dog Kevin. Yeah. No, literally. I will name my dog like Steven or something. Like it's just. Oh. I, it's so funny because, like, obviously Nick has been posting a lot of doggy content and he's like, Jeff, 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 Jeff. <laughs> and it's so funny.
2: <laughs> that is really, really funny. Honestly, it does not surprise me at all that no. Nick would name his dog
1: that cutest puppy
2: have you seen it i think i've seen like one or two pictures on my feed oh
1: it's such a cute little pupper oh my god
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) this next piece of news i honestly wasn't surprised about and also thought that they were already engaged um jenna cooper from bip who had the whole crazy sort of with Jordan. Tiff, I don't, yeah, I don't even know what to call it. With Jordan, um, a complete like nightmare with Jordan. Mm-hmm. She had a baby and now the dad proposed, which they've been together for a while, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jenna Cooper Fit on Instagram. That's when I think of her, I'm like, oh, Jenna Cooper Fit.
2: <laughs> Do you feel like they just don't like, mash
1: at all like I I feel like his name is Carl (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like
2: their vibes don't match (laughs) wait what the frick (laughs) I just don't understand like I'm not trying to be mean but I just don't you're not wrong I just don't see them
1: yeah being together
2: I mean mean like to each their own but (laughs) I just don't get it
1: yeah you know as we like to say on this podcast different strokes for different folks (laughs) different strokes for different folks (laughs) Jenna's also the one that has a pig
2: which I kind of like what's the pig's name um let me see that picture so she's had this pig for a long time
1: he would have a pig pearl oh my god that's perfect pearl the pig <laughs> oh wow what what wow. a time
2: so yes she got engaged congratulations to her and her new fiance
1: yeah all right the last bit sorry to end on a little bit of a damper but um this is a new or new story that Carly Waddell was admitted to the hospital um a couple days ago either yesterday or yeah a few days ago and Evan who are they like officially divorced or are they just separated I don't know if it's
2: official because okay that was like Uh, messy
1: yeah it was very messy but her ex we can call her her ex Evan Bass who they were they were married um from Bachelor in Paradise and pretty sure they had two kids together or just one kid. Um I have he two. Post- yeah They have two. Okay. He posted on his Instagram and said that they that she left the hospital but she was in rough shape. So she hasn't officially made a statement on what happened but she was rushed to the hospital and we're not exactly sure for what reason at the moment but I hope she's doing okay and that it's nothing too serious yeah definitely
2: I'm interested to see what the heck is going on yeah um But yeah, I think that wraps up our Bachelor news for you guys this week. Um, Just a couple tidbits of stuff and we hope you enjoyed um, our recap of this week's episode with Zachary Reality. It was super fun having him on um, and hearing all the tea that he has. And yeah, I feel like there's a lot more drama in
1: store. Definitely. I'm so excited because I see a lot of tears flowing for next week and that always makes me excited. <laughs> Not happy, but I'm excited. <laughs> um, but as always, guys, we would love it if you would follow us on Spotify and subscribe on Apple. If you are a listener on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us five stars and leave us a comment. We would love to hear from you guys. Like, seriously, please let us know who you would want on our upcoming episodes, if you want us to talk about anything that we haven't touched on, like let us know. You don't have to leave a comment on Apple. You could DM us. We also have our own email, which is the bachelor degree podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email us something as well. So there's many ways to reach us. Um, and as always, follow us on our Instagram at the bachelor degree podcast for all your latest bachelor news and updates from us.
2: Yeah, definitely. Like Jill just said, there's so many ways to get in contact with us and we really want to give you guys the content that you want to hear each week. So if there's something we can improve on or something that we don't do that you guys would love um, to hear or someone that we haven't talked to, um, please let us know. We're always trying to improve and make it the best that it can be for you guys. Um, And as always, we will be with you weekly to recap Katie's season of The Bachelorette and update you on all things Bachelor Nation.
1: Yes. And we will talk to you bachelor bitches next week on the bachelor degree. Bye guys. Bye everyone.